0: What's up, everybody. You are listening to Come On Man, a 3% Man podcast. I'm your host, Paul Bauer, and I am on the road to being a 3% man just like you. If you're new to the show, this is a podcast for fellow students of Corey Wayne's book, How to Be a 3% Man, and for men who just want to be better in general. We talk about dating, gaining wealth, being happy, and using the law of attraction to get everything we want in life. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas. This week we had another epic 3% brother group call, although we had less participants than last time. Not necessarily a bad thing because it allowed us to keep this episode from going on for two fucking hours. (laughs) And we were also able to keep things, uh, keep the conversation a little more on track and focused. Uh, at least we tried to anyway. Also, we had an issue with Zoom trying to stop our meeting after 40 minutes, so we had to all drop off and rejoin once. Then it did it again, so we decided to wrap things up. I guess one of these days I'm going to have to spring for a professional Zoom license to avoid that. But today is not that day. This week's conversation was super fun, though, and I'll bring it to you right after a word from this week's sponsor. Again, that's duke.comeonmanpod.com. Don't smell like a little bitch. All right, here we go. We're at round 2 of the epic 3% brothers group call epic shit show edition. <laughs> okay, what Great were you going go to, go to say?
2: Spanish edition.
0: We should, we could do that, uh but I don't speak a lick of Spanish, so I don't know how well i would get on hosting that but you're more than welcome to host something like that jose
2: i I don't know if there are many plenty of spanish-speaking people in the group so
0: i i think the was it the last time or you or no maybe you posted a video to the three percent man page you said you were thinking about doing your own podcast
2: Ah yes, yes. Uh, well, recently I joined a, a group. Uh, there's there's this guy here in Chile that is doing a podcast similar to the uh, this this thing about uh, uh PUA, you know, pick up whatever. And this guy is doing his podcast, and and he's he has a, a WhatsApp group. I joined the WhatsApp group, and those guys, I mean, uh, not disrespect, not dis- disrespect, but those guys are really same. I, I don't. Uh, what, what I feel I, I feel I feel,
0: really, I feel really disrespected right now. Just so you know. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, so what, I'm so, leaving. I'm leaving. So it's a very it's a very similar group to the three percent man. Um, I think
2: I think they remind me of myself. But a couple of years ago, when I acted like really weak, you know, what what should I tell her next? Mm-hmm. Uh, and she told me that she she don't didn't have the time to to date me. So I, I maybe I have if I say this, uh, maybe she's going to be more willing to date me. Something like that.
0: Oh, so we I, st- we, st- yeah. we still I mean, get that been, on the page a little bit.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I've been like doing uh, this stuff, you know, uh, uh, giving the advice that appears on on the book. Set the fucking date. Yeah. And. Um, that's it if she says no bye she's gone so that's it and those guys really are overcomplicating things so yeah. so i told i told them i'm i'm really like um uh I, my my focus to giving advice is uh, like tough love yeah. i'm going to give yeah. you the reality <laughs> so the so take it or leave it that's it,
0: Does it?
2: I, I prefer mm-hmm. i prefer to tell you the reality that instead of you making the mistakes, I I, I wanted to uh, make it the mistake I, I made. You know, I wanted to listen to all of the advice that appeared on the appear on the books on the book, plenty of years ago. It would save him plenty of times.
0: Got it. Hey, hold on. Since you're talking about giving advice, I want Luke to chime in here because Luke, yeah, we we get a lot of guys. Uh, And we've had we've even recorded podcasts about this. We get a lot of guys in the group that um, they just they come to the group and they just want free advice, but they don't want to do the work and read the book and stuff like that. How do you feel about that, Luke, (laughs) as the Um, as the as the bouncer? I
3: I feel that it's infuriating. I feel it's a real insult to our time especially the guys in the group who've really done the work, who've put in the effort as well. I think that they are raping all of our precious time and energy. And I think it's, it's disgusting. It makes me feel sick. And I, and and I, I feel really bad for the guys on here who are, you know, who've got busy schedules and whose phones are blowing up with notifications from these fucking clowns. And I want more people to speak out about it so that we can make it, you know, make them realize it's not okay. Instead of giving them free advice.
2: Uh, look I-, I want to interrupt you uh what do you mean about uh, free advice i, I mean I'm, i've been really disconnected from their group uh lately because plenty of work but please explain me what do you mean
3: okay what i mean is guys who have not read the book even once asking us questions like you know very basic questions that they would know the answer to if they had read the book. So if they haven't read the book, they shouldn't be in the group. And most of the people who've read the book don't ask stupid questions. So all the stupid questions we get on the, on the page, 99% of these stupid questions are from people who haven't read the book. And it's a real waste of our time and energy. I, I don't want to be answering these kind of questions because we can only make a certain amount of good decisions in a day. I want to make those decisions on getting my own um, dates, not giving it to someone else, especially someone who won't listen to my
4: advice. Can I say something, guys? Yes, please. please, please yeah, jump in. But maybe also because I'm here for about three minutes, I haven't said anything, so I feel kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: of you. Just speak, man.
4: The problem it. is that is I don't mind giving out advice to anybody, but if he doesn't, if he's not willing to do any work, if, if he doesn't put in any work, what's the point? These people are just hopeless. Mm-hmm. Because any area of your life, if you want change, you have to put in work, and if you don't grasp that, you know, there's no hope for you.
5: Like to me too. I want to also like talk about like uh, something like after crochet though. Like, uh, I, men- I mentioned about this before when it comes to, like, helping out people too. Because there's, like, two people I want to help out the most. One of my friends, though, and also my dad, right? Because my dad and my mom had a really bad, you know, relationship, though. And my mom's, like, a little sorry to my dad. And to my dad, I, I bought him the book, 3% Man. And I'm like, Dad, hey, um I want you to, like, you know, read this because I want you to have a better life. But he just, just sticks with the same relationship with my mom. Mm-hmm. Like, I love my parents, though. It's just it's kind of heartbreaking to see my parents like you know, have a really like bad uh marriage and also my friend who he gets a lot desperate sometimes and i also gave him some advice, but it you know it lends to death fears
0: you know you we uh i posted a video about this on the three percent man group uh maybe a month or two ago i don't remember i post videos all the time I Like hearing myself talk I guess <laughs> no um, <laughs> but I posted a video about that how uh, I've done the same thing I have a cousin who he's always what I call vague booking where you know he posts this stuff about like a woe's me on Facebook but doesn't really give you any context and you know it's because he's being heartbroken because of some chick or whatever and I'm like, dude, I got a book for you you know this will change your life and and then he'll go yeah 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 I'll read it read it and he won't and then you know two weeks later he's posting the same bullshit on facebook i'm like bro when the fuck are you gonna read that book and he won't so like at at some point you're just barking up you know the wrong tree and people have to really want to change before they'll change like i i used to be a smoker and it i tried quitting smoking i think maybe six times before i finally did it and it was because i really wanted to do it you know
6: you know, it was like uh, what Coach was saying that people need to hit the wall to um, to really uh, pick up the book. Only
2: well, Longest defeated.
6: Yeah, like you know, like you have to get your like heart really broken. Like I'm pretty sure you guys understand. You know, this was like the missing link that he talks about in the book. Yeah, uh, this 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 one girl that really really gets you, and you know, you don't get over it that easily. So.
0: Yeah, well, uh, I, I think he talks about her as the missing link because she's the one where he was so you know, mesmerized by her that he accidentally did all the right things, right? He was like, I, I wasn't doing all the talking because I was just asking her questions because I didn't know what to say. And I just wanted to know everything about her. And he's like, it turns out that was the right thing to do, you know? And then- yeah, but
2: you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> some guy... You know
0: what the coach says?
2: Uh, when a woman likes you...
0: She makes it easy. may help you yeah. makes it
3: easier yeah that's it. it all changes i mean me and paul's last podcast which is going to come out at christmas is about this is about toxic friends it has to come from them people need to be begging you not you saying bro 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 you you need to improve that it, the change has to they have to be the one who is chasing the change if they're not chasing it and recently there's one thing we did which was said do you want our opinions or do you want us to listen and something I've started doing now, before I give you my answer, how much time, effort, and money are you willing to throw at this problem?
0: Yeah, there you go. It's spe- there is no thing. Carry I- on. I was going to say, speaking of Christmas, this will post right after Christmas. So I hope you guys had a Merry Christmas.
3: Thank oh, okay. you. <laughs>
0: Thank you. <laughs> and and I uh, hope you guys have a Happy New Year, too. So.
4: What are your anyway. plans for? <laughs> oh, yeah, I have to mention about this, is that <clears throat> this can be a, a door that is opening for you if you want to help somebody. Like uh, none of us watching videos titled How to get your ex back or how to get out of re- your friend zone because we've been doing this stuff for a while and why mm-hmm. the fuck would I want to get my ex back or get out of the friend zone? There's lots of women in the world so we already got some kind of abundance mindset. But... Corey Vane admitted in in one of his videos that he started with these topics because this is uh, what gets him the people, this is what got him the followers. And um, it is very true because I've been there and when somebody asks, asks things like that, I've been there like three or four years ago, and I know how he's feeling, and uh, I know how hard it is to let go of the old mindset. So it's uh, sometimes not just that they, want, they don't want to change or they are not willing to change, it's that they're just stuck in a mindset, and uh, it's very hard to open them up because they know, don't know there's a different world there for us.
2: Yeah. You couldn't be more, more right.
0: So, oh, speaking of which, that reminds me. I saw um, on Facebook. So I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm now exclusive with Marine Corps chick. And I, I saw her. I, I saw her comment on uh, a, a post last night, and it was on like, if your ex, if your ex uh, came up to you and said, "Hey, you know, I missed you. I want to get back to you." What would you say? And she posted on there like, you know, something about how you know, you treat me so bad, blah, 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 you know, you can go to hell or something. And uh, which I like that answer. Um, But then I thought, I immediately thought of uh, Rolo Tomasi's iron rules uh, number seven about uh, exes. And he says, it is always time and effort better spent developing new fresh prospective women than it will ever be in attempting to reconstruct a failed relationship. Never root through the trash once the garbage has been dragged to the curb. You get messy. Your neighbors see you do it, and what you thought was worth digging for is never as valuable as you thought it was. And how accurate is that?
6: <laughs> That's true. It's like uh, what Coach says. Don't we eat uh, leftovers, right? Whenever uh, somebody's trying to come back, and uh Damn, I lost my train of thought. You know, but you know what I'm what I'm saying. You know. Yeah. They try to come back, and you know, you know their faults. You know, them, you're not—they're not good for you.
0: It's never—it's so never, it, never going to be the same. No, it's not. So it's best just to let it go. The coach, says, uh,
2: the coach says that this is this. If you if you're cornering her back, uh, this is a new relationship. You treat it like a new relationship. That's it. It's a new relationship
1: with the same person, but a new relationship. Well, guys, I can I'm, tell you, um, oh, go for it. I, the, the last relationship that I just got out of was uh, second time around, is what I've called it on the Facebook page. And uh, it felt like a new relationship, but ultimately, there are points of damage that get done, even though I came at her with this was the girl that got away that started me down the path of Corey Wayne to begin with. And I did do the steps and I did the hard takeaway and I did get her back, but it failed the same exact way even though I had a completely different perspective of how to handle it, I That's wasn't good. willing to settle for what she was giving me the second time around. And I walked away from it. So I learned a lot from that. I can tell you that uh, when you're going through these principles though, you're going to try to get at least one X back. It, it, there's like a draw to it. I don't know. It's like getting the superpower of having like the cliff notes and the, the, the process of getting through it. And um, you know, I had to try. I really did because, at the time, I thought she was the unicorn, right? I was so hurt over losing her the first time. But uh, as I found that, uh, you know, I was coming from that scarcity mindset the first time around, and, you know, I'm not going to tolerate that bullshit. Uh, excuse my French. But, uh, and, uh, you know, now I'm on to like the third girl sensors. So it don't take long to jump back up off of it once you try to get back into it. Absolutely.
7: Like, 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 like man. Yeah, I'll, like, tell you what, I'll tell you what, man. That book weeds out a lot of crazy chicks. (laughs)
2: Mr. Sean.
0: Man. Sean, you've been gone from the page for a while because you were in Facebook jail. (laughs) Yeah. Are are you still dating Perfect 10 Chick? What's Uh, going on with her? I would would call it dating. Well,
7: she wanted a full-blown relationship. I thought I did, and then I was, I was like, "Hey, let's just continue to date each other,
0: keep so, it cash." Yeah, yeah
7: I, I, I was, I was the one that took a step back. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Why? Red flags.
0: Okay. <laughs> Smart. Okay.
7: Oh, okay.
2: Okay. Yeah, that's, that's it. Said right. <laughs> okay, okay. You don't need to share, bro. Man.
7: Here. But actually, actually, this uh, what was it? Last weekend, I uh. I had went down to Arkansas and met another
0: ten chick and uh,
7: man, she's. One thing led to
2: let's
0: another. <laughs> you yeah, gotta watch out for those chicks in Arkansas, brother. They might be your cousin.
8: Oh.
2: I
7: drove. I wish I was and, American
2: uh, to understand that.
7: <laughs> 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 uh, watch the movie Just- Deliverance. Kissing yeah, cousins. Exactly.
2: Yeah,
6: okay. no,
7: Kissing uh,
2: cousins.
7: I went down there, dude. We had a really great time and and um.
2: One thing led to another.
7: Yeah. Oh, we had sex for sure. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah.
7: We had sex and uh, shit. I had sex with her in her uh, jacuzzi tub. I I wasn't playing. <laughs> shit. But <Damn>. um, <laughs> just remember, just remember, water's not lube.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, no. it, it dries
7: it out, dude. It gives you rug burn on your dick, and I don't like it.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I so, like I could so tell.
4: Exciting,
7: I could tell after we had sex, and you know, I, I left left her for like the after the weekend was up. I could tell she started fall like she falling back. She testing me, see if I'm a clean dude or not. So I just ain't. I ain't texting her. I'm gonna let her come to me because I don't play no bullshit.
0: And I'll tell you what, when that that whole thing about when chicks pull away, you yep. you pull away too. Yep. That's a, there's a lot of that in atomic attraction. Uh yep. yes, yes, it fucking yep. works. Mm-hmm. It fucking works.
2: Yeah. No, it works, man. I Good bug actually. As soon as they start playing games, just stop it. That's it.
7: Yeah. She wasn't playing no games when I ate that booty.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
7: <laughs> oh my god!
4: Hey uh, guys, what's your take on eating booty? By the way, I think
7: every man does it at least once. I'm
4: down. I'm down as long as it's not. saying I mean, like my story. I, I got a story. I got a story to
5: tell you guys. So okay, the, the beginning. Okay, so like. The last year, right, I was, I went out with this Brazilian, right? Uh, Well, I met her in the Samsung, Club, like, next to Town Over, right? And, well, long story short, uh, we had it in her car, right? Like, it went to, like, one thing to another. And uh, at a time, I was working in a payment scheme at the time. So (laughs) I ditched the payment scheme for her. And we went to, like, a desert, because I live in a desert place in California. So we were, like, in the desert in her car, and the first time doing that, bro, <laughs> it was it was something, though. I'm going to say it right now. It was something. <laughs> look,
7: look, man, you got to do it when she's fresh out the shower, and if she a squirter, you got to eat it from the back. Don't be laying down while she's doing it because she's going to be, uh.
8: be
5: in the nose. Let's just say, yeah. and it was her car was kind of pretty messy in a way because it was kind of pretty wet.
0: <laughs> that's all right. This conversation's taking the a turn for up. the worst, this, man. This
2: is <laughs> quickly. This is really quickly. I mean, if, if we lived in the same town, we—I don't know. What, what would happen if we, if, hey, if we all guys lived in the same
7: town? Listen, the way I see it, if God didn't want us to mess with the booty. In any f- fashion of a woman, he wanted to put them a centimeter apart from each other.
3: <laughs> <laughs> shot. I didn't know you were a philosopher, <laughs> like, dude, dude, but dude. I mean,
0: that <laughs>
7: makes that's logical sense right there. Listen, if I eat her pussy, I'm eating the booty too, all in one stroke. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be
4: a great oh workshop. my God. No, no, some guys just find it disgusting. That's okay, but. Um, hey. Maybe. <laughs> if you like it just be sure that it could be too validating yeah personally eating pussy if you do that it's okay of course in a relationship but if you just met of course the woman will enjoy it but she will find it very validating and she can lose attraction just hey look i'm doing it for my pleasure not hers yeah that's true
7: Cause oh, a, lot yeah. women, a lot of a lot of a lot of women is like, no, don't don't touch my booty, and guess what I do? I end up doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then once you take that stroke on 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 the booty, she's like, oh,
4: yeah. It's always like not what you do, but how you do it. So if you exactly. do. If you lick pussy just to please her because you're insecure, you don't know if she's going to come or not, and that's why you're licking pussy. That's just very validating. And mm-hmm. even though she's going to enjoy it, she can lose attraction.
7: That that is correct. But I I do it for my own pleasure. I like
4: I like it. All right, man. All right, <laughs> all right different topic, guys.
9: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think just before we end the topic, I I, I do concur. It's all about how you're doing it and the way you go about it. So if you're to try and make her like me, I have to try my best. Whether you're eating it or your fingers in it, it's gonna come out in other things you're doing. So if you're buying your gifts, you're always complimenting her. You always but if you're just a man about it and do what you want, pick her up and just freaking do what she wants you to do what you want. Yeah. And a lot of the time I've been with a girl (laughs) Uh, i I I came out of this weird like (laughs) feminist phase where I used to ask girls, so what do you want to do? I want to make sure you enjoy it too. Women hated that. Yeah. And they'd yeah. look yeah, at me like, dude, us. do what you want. Do you. You could ask yeah. a lot of these girls, they have zero personality. What's your favorite position? They don't know. Yeah. You 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 just have to go wild. Go freaking full Mr. Marcus on them. Yeah. And oh, then they're happy dude. like, what is that, this guy about?
1: That's this my is what I want you to this
2: this i don't i don't know this what what book um atomic attraction atomic attraction yeah i was reading this book i think was uh, the sex god method uh mm-hmm. this guy that by daniel rose i think and uh, this guy was uh, for example saying that for, uh, they like uh, dirty talk you know trading like your your her daddy you know mm-hmm and they like uh one of the things that he's playing is like you you are doing you know you are in in the act and then you pull away you stop you suddenly stop and you say hey let's go for a drink or whatever (laughs) and he says like uh when you're doing that uh you're for example eating and she's dripping wet i've tried like plenty uh, a lot of times with my ex-girlfriend And every time we were, you know, fucking and then we stopped suddenly and we're doing another stuff, you know, and she, she, a lot of times, uh, finish what you started. (laughs) A lot of times she was saying me, finish what you started.
0: (laughs) She was was me. Well, I was going to say Atomic Attraction uh, talks about it as they like when guys go for what they want and just do what they want uh that actually turns it, it turns them on more because you're taking control and they kind of dig that which you i know? never I, I was the same way as uh as titch yeah i would always be like make it my mission to make her like give her pleasure but now it's like ah eh, it's my it's what my time you? my time right now you it's, know what uh, I, you know, know what uh, i know
1: a nice guy man is that too yeah yeah yeah, he you mentions I... uh not focusing on her but make sure you, you, you go to get to bed to get your needs met, period. Yeah. And if she's coming along for the ride, then that's just what's gonna happen. Yep. But
6: also talks about that it may it may feel like you went like overboard. And you know, but as long as it's something you want, uh, I don't think like she'll mind. I don't know if that makes sense.
4: Yeah,
9: yeah. I, I completely agree. I in my experience if you really if it's in you and you really want to do something nice, give her a massage. Yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, it's still for you because I'm just trying to see. I'm trying to see. Is everything where it needs to be? What um, would you to a massage is good. Um, an outfit. Come with an outfit and tell her, hey, put this on. I think you look cute in this. And everything must always be framed as you are the prize. You are the one being served. And it may say, it, it felt selfish in the beginning but then when I started to read this work about that's what they want to do they want a king to please be that freaking king don't be yep. the freaking servant who's like oh please oh you're so beautiful oh oh I'm so lucky mm-hmm. to even be here. it messes you up <laughs> mentally in a major way and you want yeah. to be able to perform when I'm a when I'm a freaking animal even I'm shocked at some of the things I'm doing and I'm like
3: man was that in me all this time mm-hmm.
9: yeah, um, yeah like that's went the, that's the it. way I
3: played these days does anyone yeah. else growl like a tiger? Because I do, and I can't help myself.
1: I do. <laughs> the girls love, they love it when you start growling at them. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I don't know where it comes from.
1: I don't know where, it comes, it, <laughs> don't know where, where it, it comes from. You know you? what I
7: noticed? Like, um, I noticed women are more attractive, like, when it comes to sex. If you don't help, take off their clothes, and you just tell her to get naked. It drives women up a wall. You know how people are like, um, how do I put it? Some men actually help them undress, but if you come in there and own that shit, you're taking your clothes off, you tell her to get naked, they like that shit, dude. That's I've picked up on that. A woman is more attracted to you being what is it? Decisive opposed to like wish swishing.
3: you one One hundred
9: percent I'm gonna add that to my vocabulary.
7: Sort of being like, oh, can um, you know, possibly you... No, you go in there, you tell her y'all having sex, and you rip your clothes off, and you tell her to get her ass naked.
3: Yes, yeah. yeah it's like a complaint. <laughs> for what they want. A society yeah. of guys who are yeah. terrified of getting a me too. So if you are, you know, one of the, like, 3% of guys who does that, that is what they dream of. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah.
1: And it's better to get rejected quickly.
3: If she ain't with it, rather... We'll play video games
9: later why yeah. waste an entire night attempting S- save time
0: yeah it's like yeah. luke it's like uh we talked about i think uh, i don't know i think we probably talked about it a hundred times now on these different podcasts but <laughs> uh
4: yeah.
0: 50 shades of gray isn't a popular book and movie series for nothing Yeah. that's, that's hypergamy it's not they, they haven't sold 50 billion copies of that book because women yeah. are into that shit and,
2: and there is a, there is another book, uh, another movie, this uh three three hundred and sixty-five days, I think, in, on Netflix. Yeah. It's
7: yeah. the same. It's the same shit. Dude, when women it comes love to sex, that. When it comes to sex, women want to be manhandled. Period. Yeah. Point blank. Yeah.
3: They don't yeah. want
0: to they want you to take what you want. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey guys, I'm getting a warning that uh we're gonna have to the meeting's gonna run out of time in ten minutes. So what I think I'm going to do is, uh, how about everyone sign out, and then we'll just all join back in the link again, the same uh, link, and then we'll start over. Mm -hmm. Sound good? Uh, All right. Yes, sir. All right. We'll cheat the system that way. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Welcome back. Sorry about this.
9: (laughs) All good. All good.
0: All right. Thanks for joining back in. (laughs) who wants a mustache ride steve's here
8: just kidding <laughs> you know what as a complimentary thing service services being a three percent brother you guys i'll get one for free you're welcome <laughs> so
0: steve I, I don't know if you i think you missed it we had already uh been on for about 30 minutes or so and then we got a warning saying there's only 10 minutes left so we had to uh disconnect and we're all joining back in so you you joined back in like right at the right time (laughs) mr
2: steve perfect mr steve i want to hear i want to hear the lecture about tiktok
0: Yes. What? Yeah,
2: yeah. That's what I that's what I get for. from. That's Steve, what I came tell, for.
0: Yeah, Steve, tell us uh I don't give a fuck about anything else. <laughs> we mm-hmm. want to hear a TikTok game.
8: Yeah. All right. All right. Let me tell you the TikTok game. So, Can I Sure.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm
2: going to take notes.
8: Okay, I'm going to I'm going to uh, I'm going to
0: mute everybody except for uh except for Steve. Hold on. Okay. Steve, go ahead and unmute yourself.
8: All right. I'm unmuted. Okay, go ahead. I I was just making some videos for fun on TikTok. We had some fire department stuff, had some costume stuff. And anyway, one of them blew up really big that was just about fire training. And I got all this different firefighters telling me what I was doing wrong. So that was that. And um, Oh, shit.
0: Somehow you got, you got muted again, Steve. Sorry.
8: So I made a video where like I I get home from the fire department and then I throw my shoe in the air and I switch into pajamas and I'm holding my cat. Well, that one blew up really big. And that's where I got all the attention from women. So like 98% of the women that liked it and commented on it were women. And so I got all these followers from it. So if someone follows you on TikTok, you can follow them back and then y'all can message each other. So I've got, so then I just like everyone that was hot from their icon, I just followed them back. So in my inbox, it's like I have like a thousand matches of hot women that I can just like message if I want to. So there are so many of them, I wouldn't message any of them. I'd wait for them to message me. And then it's connected to my Instagram automatically so they can find me on there and then they can uh, send me messages on there and whatnot. So I just kept getting all these hot women following me on Instagram and messaging me. So like, I feel like I'm, I'm talking about like nines and tens. I've got like two of them in Texas. I got I got one in, in Canada. And then, you know, down from there, you know, eights and stuff and surrounding spots. Like uh, I live in Atlanta, so Nashville, I got a couple honeys there. I got a few really hot chicks in Florida. So everybody wants me to like fly down and visit them. And I've had a, I've had one local date from Atlanta. That went fine. And I've had a few other Atlanta chicks talk to me. Um, But nothing's come of that yet. But so you just, from whatever I've got going on with the glasses and the height and the hair and the mustache and the silliness, a a certain brand of woman is all about that. And TikTok helps you sell your personality. Like it's more than dating photos. Like they can see what I do at my house, they can see what I do at my job, they can see me my sense of humor, they can see my dating advice I give and my home improvement projects and my cooking. And they can really be like, I'm all about that guy. And it's you know, I've got a certain brand I do. Um, you know, Rich has his own style he does. So these women that like that style of man can really be all about you. And they'll and I for a little while I was getting like a proposal every day. Like, you're my dream guy. You know, I've really been looking for someone like you. This is, like, every day, every week. So, it, it's been nuts. So, the exposure I got from women nationally has been unheard of. I've never seen anything like it. I mean, it's tons. And so, I, and then I start putting out thirst trap style videos where I'll, it's basically like, hey, what's up, hot ladies? Come message me okay, from... You know, me just like saying, "Hey, I heard this is the new the new dating app," and just showing pictures of myself, or you know, hinting at spanking women and stuff, and then they just dump the comments like, "I'm ready for you, come get some." I'm ready to move in. I'm packing my bags, moving to Georgia, and so that's all it is to it. You just have to make videos, and just they might not all catch on, but just keep making them, make different types, and do good lighting, do good angles. Like Luke had a fun one today, did some karaoke. His uh, his angle was bad. He had the down angle like that walking, and he had had it like that. But, you know, you got to just keep going. Make lots of videos. Eventually one will catch on, and then you'll get your initial, you know, 300 women messaging you all of a sudden. And it dumps all of a sudden. Like, everyone I know that's done it has had the same experience.
0: There's a lot of thirsty-ass women on TikTok for sure. And, but yes. the the one drawback I would say to that though is they're all far away from you, right? They're like you said, you had one local chick, but a lot of them are pretty far. Yes, yeah.
8: so, yes.
0: That's the, that's the one drawback I would say to that.
8: I don't, I don't have enough data to be like, okay, this this works, and like I've got tons of Atlanta women. Like I've probably got like five Atlanta women, and only two were hot enough to date. I did go on one date with her. She was like a recovering alcoholic and talked really deep subjects the whole time. I didn't have enough fun to want to do another one. And then the other chick was like a smoking hot nine, but she talked all this shit, but when it was time for us to go out, you know, she didn't actually solidify the date with me. So, yeah, so, you know, (laughs) I don't have enough data on it yet, but I will say like when I get enough money to travel more from getting my Airbnbs going, I'm, I'm working on right now, like, I wanted to travel, so I might as well have a free place to stay in every state. Um, (laughs) uh, And, like, I matched with a chick in Luke City in Bristol, UK. And he knew her from a dating app. He had saw her picture before. So, you know, different stuff like that's pretty cool. Uh, You know, just ladies like you from all over. And if you can travel, it's not a bad thing. I'm just not there yet. So next year, towards the end of the year, I'm sure I'll have a nice video I can make on, the subject of my experiences on it, but it's just a little too early in the game to kind of see what's working and what's not. Yeah, no,
0: but Steve,
9: what... um, oh, go oh, ahead. S- sorry to cut you off. Paul. Um, Steve, do you think being a firefighter is giving you uh, massive brownie points? I think, um, <laughs> it's such a traditionally masculine role. It's assertive. I mean, I can just imagine if I was a person in a house on fire and a firefighter broke in. I mean, no, to save me, if he was beta or if he was alpha, if he was beta, would be like, how would you like me to save you? What do you think I should do about this fire? Whereas if he was alpha, he'd be like, you, get out the window, you, do this, and I'd be like, yeah, yeah, okay, this guy's alpha, I'm safe, I'm good.
8: Yeah, in a nutshell, women will definitely like you more if you are a public safety or military man in uniform. Yes. So definitely Ooh. Ooh.
1: Instantly. Instantly attend.
0: 10. Yeah, and Steve's, what, 6'5 or something bullshit? It.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> And he's a 3% man Come on, he's like the total yeah.
2: packer You're the champ You're I, like I the, worked, the Steve, Steve Miochic from Atlanta
8: I, I work with three women firefighters That are 25 and you, they're yeah. all attractive And they, one of them said I've never seen anyone with game like you This is nuts Because I come back from all my dates And everyone wants to hear at breakfast What I've been up to and they're like, wow. And they see me, they hear me talking the phone to the women. They see me laughing about the messages. So dude, it's, it's definitely nice to have, you know, the height and the public safety. But the 3% man edge definitely is the important part. And the guy's it's, the-
7: it's the mustache for sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn right. Dude, when I was in the military, dude, you know how many women I packed? Hell yeah. Too, too many. Too
1: That's many. what I'm talking about.
7: You know? Dude, there were so there were so many women I was packing by the fucking army base, dude. I had to go out of town because all them hoes had STDs.
0: <laughs> oh. if, if you don't Ooh. get Claudia, you're not that trying hard I- enough.
7: Yeah, I had, I had I had to travel
3: outwards. So. Yeah, for me, the Whoa. hardest thing for me was when I stopped doing martial arts because I was one of the highest ranks in the club. I was winning the national titles. So obviously the other Whoa. guys were trying to kill me most of the time to prove themselves. But the, all the women were fighting over me. They were all fighting over who got more of my attention. So when I stopped doing martial arts and went into the real world without that, that pre-frame, that was when I realized that, that I was just invisible and I had to learn game. Because before, oh, then, okay. like, no,
6: hey, look, uh, uh, does that help you build uh, like emotional control, like uh, Coach talks about?
3: Yeah. 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 You have to remain calm, you know, under very discipline dangerous- of all sorts.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Like to me, yesterday, like I was in a party, a friend's party yesterday, right? And I learned that I am a prize because oh, I've, you know, shouted like a love, you know, pretty, Ladies and stuff like that. Whatever, my god, her number yesterday. Right, it's been a lot of times since I hit game because you know since it's COVID and you know how restricted it is yeah. in California. So mm-hmm. it's been a little difficult, but like that yesterday was like a eye opener, you know. Since it's the first time, you know, I hit game. Because today I was at Walmart's, and dang man, I was like spinning game. I guess you could say though, it was.
0: You practice refreshing. a lot. Of, you practice a lot of cold approach, right, Martin?
5: Yeah, um, I had some issues, but yeah, most of the times.
0: Yeah.
7: Listen, you just gotta operate, dude. Like there is, there is no other competition. That there is none. There's zero. There,
6: there is number. none, bro. There, yeah. there is none, bro. Like,
7: uh, like, that's
6: like a, go ahead, go ahead. On there Friday, is- uh, wait. On Friday, I went to a to a bar here in Texas, and I mm-hmm. went with my friend's girlfriend. and her sister, and on on Atomic Attraction, it talks about uh, if you walk into a bar alone, nobody looks at you. Mm -hmm. I I walked in with them, and all the ladies were like, laser, (laughs) and I started looking around like, oh, shit, what the fuck happened? Yeah. So we went, sat down, and there was a group of ladies to my right. And then there was, like, four guys next to me. And they're like, what the fuck does that guy have that I don't? Because they were looking at me. I'm like, oh, weird. And I was like, like go
5: ahead.
6: yeah, go on. Go
5: ahead. Uh, okay, so, like, because, like, when, I forgot who mentioned about the no competition thing. But that's the thing that I have, like, so much, you know, issues with. Like, I keep forgetting that I am, I am you know, I, I'm there's no competition. And also, like, what's it called? A big thing that, because of, uh, what's it called? I remember when you mentioned about Norman Misenasuke, Paul. Uh I read the book, right? And I remember like the thing that I have issues the most though is uncertainty. Like whenever time I see a really pretty person, dude, the first thing in my mind is uncertainty. Like, can I get her? Is she not my legacy? Oh, that's that that the thing book. that I have like that's a serious issue. But I, I keep like visiting myself every day. And also like I keep like notes and you know, I also put my phone, like what kind of type I'm looking for, right? Because I tell myself like I'm I am a prize, I am a, a present. I am like a trophy to someone. If they don't like me, it's their loss. And I keep like this in my head to like, you know, fake it till I make it. Your only competition is up here, man. It's you. Yeah. yeah. It leads does. to
7: doubt and doubt leads to you fumbling the ball. Fuck that. You go up there, tell them whatever it is you got to tell them. They're either on board or you tell them you buy them a bus ticket out of town because there's a bus every 15 minutes. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yes. that's
6: true. Oh, uh, yeah.
7: Hey guys,
0: hold on. Let Luke speak.
3: As you approach, you need to get get us because it is quite. The first few seconds can be quite intimidating when you're going up to a hot woman, but you have to be thinking. Yeah. In your head. You have to be thinking. I am the fucking shit. As you walk up, I am because exactly. I was exactly. I am the shit. I am the shit. Keep thinking until you feel your shoulders beginning to relax, and you come in with a very different vibe. But also exactly. You have to find a way to fucking love your life, no matter whether there's girls there or not. Because my life, um, mm. I'm a professional musician, <laughs> and I get to talk to Paul every day on Facebook Messenger. My life is the shit. Whether there's a chick there or not, this I'm gonna have a great fucking time.
5: Because like today though, when I was at Walmart though, like I I tell myself that hey, I'm gonna be more comfortable to like have a conversation and be more confident to myself. And it worked very well because, like, today I was, like, when me and my mom were, like, about to get out line, I saw a lady getting, like, a drink, right? And, uh, you know, the cooler and stuff like that. I'm, like, you're going to need yourself a drink right now? And she made this face, like, like a smiley face. And uh, it worked so well because I haven't, you know, like smiled back to me. Yeah. Um, let, me, let me finish my story real quick
6: about the bar. So, sure. um, yeah. you know, the guy's next to me on my left. When I looked at their body language, it was like weak. You can tell like they were uncomfortable. And then my friends started drinking and then they got all like, wow. So one of the uh, girls started playing with me, you know, touching my face, giving me nipple twisters. And and she told me, I'm taking you home tonight. I'm like, oh, shoot. (laughs) In my head, I was like, oh, shoot. Uh, She's like a low quality girl. So I was like, "Mm, I don't think it's a good idea, but. Uh, the other guys heard that and they were like oh shoot bro what the fuck are you going to do like are you taking her home so I was like I don't know the, the way I saw I it I was like man uh, they were the mentality that they had is like I'll take anything that I that I can get because you could see that they were desperate desperate yeah because they were talking to the bartender and they were trying to play with, with her and I was looking at her and she was like mm, nah you guys are are you know weak uh, uh it's kind of hard to explain like you can tell from her body language she was like um eh, what do you want to drink and then she will go do her stuff and then come back but i it was like I'm opening seeing their their body language it was it was like man i'm the chick cause they're like all here all trying to um uh, pick up girls and I'm, i just walked out with these two uh beautiful girls and I guess they were kind of uh, jealous. So interesting story that I wanted to share.
0: Thanks for sharing. One thing I want to add. Hold on, Sean. One thing I'd like to add to what Luke was saying about how going up to a chick and uh, having the mentality that you're the prize, you're the shit. Another thing that I like to do is um, I don't really give a shit if she likes me or not. Uh, I I only care if I like her or not. So I look at a chick, I don't care how good she looks. Am I going to like her? You know, that's what, like, that's how I look at first dates. First of all, I look at first dates like chemistry tests. Like, am I going to like her? I don't give a shit if she likes me or not. Cause she's going to like me cause I'm a fucking awesome guy. So am I going to like her? So I have that mentality as well. Like the buyer I'm the buyer. Yeah.
3: You have well, to you have to genuinely believe it. also you must not, What's important? Women are afraid that you're a fake. They're afraid that you've got a hidden agenda. So you should—the best thing to do is to spill your agenda immediately because they—they will be like, "Why the fuck is this random guy talking to me?" So it's the best kind of approach is where you go straight up and say, "Hey, I know this is weird because it fucking is."
1: Yeah,
3: and you could even say, "And I'm slightly nervous because you're throwing away all the shields, all the guards. I'm actually kind of nervous, but." You're really gorgeous. I'd kick myself if I didn't come and see what you're like, which says I haven't decided whether I like you yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I use like, oh, the, the,
2: the, the, the coach, the coach uh, opener. Uh, hey, what's your name? Yep. That's it. If yep. she yeah. has yeah. my name you know, back, fine. If she, let's keep talking. If she says nothing, take care. Have a good day.
3: Yeah. And then you haven't haven't even been rejected or rejected anyone. You've just said, Hey, how's it going? I'm, what's your name? Who was the guy that was talking about uncertainty?
5: Me.
7: Look, let me, I'm going to, I'm going to explain this in terms that is very easy. Okay. We're animals and in the animal kingdom, they all look the same. All the animals look the same in their breed. They all weigh the same. That right there tells you that it's not off of looks; it's off of the alpha person personality.
2: Yeah, alpha is yeah. a, a of mind.
7: They don't judge by looks because they all look the same and they all weigh the same.
4: Mm-hmm.
7: You know, obviously there's some freakishly large lions, but majority of them look the same. So that for they don't base shit off of looks; they base it off of your personality and your characteristics.
2: Yeah.
7: So when you when yeah. you home. You hone your shit. You're going up to a woman, just like um, Luke said. You gotta, you gotta own who you are as a person when you go up and talk to them. Pretty much, they're either going to like you or they're not. And if they don't, fuck it. There's a bus every 15 minutes. Mm.
4: But yep. I could you- kind of argue with that. I'm not, not really, David Attenborough. But you know, some animals like birds, they have to show their feathers, but. In the human word, let's just say human animal word, if you <clears throat> dress good, you look good. Your confidence is much better. Like if I go yeah. out in the street like a <clears throat> complete bomb, I can't approach any woman because I don't feel good about myself. And it's not the looks, of course. I have to give it to you that looks don't matter that much. But um, mm-hmm. with the looks, you will have more social proof and you will have more confidence. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
5: Uh, I want to like uh, because I have another thing in my mind to like talk about. Like, the thing that also helped me out when I go out and like have like a core approach though is this something from Benny that he mentioned about. It's one thing he talks about is like, what are the top five uh, you know, traits, like the top five types that you want to look for when you go out and like hit someone, right? Like, it could be like the person might actually have a high attraction to you, this person might look like she's like you know slim and curvy, you know, she could be I don't know like shorter than you, she could look like she's yeah. like young, like, or like same age as you. The thing I use that thing every day when I when I go out, and I tell myself like I'm looking for someone who is like high charged to me, and yeah. this helped me out a lot more. Shout out to Benny, but yeah, um, that was a tremendous advice.
0: Yeah, Benny, he didn't join us today. That son of a bitch. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man.
7: <laughs> you know, you know what cold approach I like. I like to go up and introduce myself mm. to a woman. You know, ask her her name, this, that, and the other, but I won't offer my name. And then once she says, blah, blah, well, it's nice to meet you. And then I walk away, say I'm like at a club or a bar, walk away. Cause that right there is going to build attraction because you're not, you're not sticking to her like flies on shit.
5: Because yes, when you, yeah, yeah, I, I, when you oh, walk ahead, away,
7: ahead. it's going to build attraction. So she's going to feel the need that she wants to get to meet you or get to know you. And then she'll come up and ask your name. And from there, you go on have a conversation, talk about what you want. Tell her, yeah, let's get out of here. Let's go back to my place. What about a bottle wine. And then next thing you know, your tongue diving in her butt. You know.
5: <laughs> so, a, so I, 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 I have a I have a I have a story about it too. Actually, so back then when I was in the when I was in the scheme, right? Uh, there was this lady, right? Um, I'm. I'm just gonna say her, her name is Jenny, right? Uh, she, like we we talked one time in the fast lane, right? And we just had a good conversation. And we just had a you know a very good conversation, like a very good conversation. And uh, so then like we stopped, you know, we, we said bye. And the next time when she came, you know, you back to the payment scheme, uh, she was literally next, sitting next to me, and she was like showing high high attraction, but I wasn't really into her. But in a way so she was like very like she was into me into me like she was like next to me. He was like, like, a fan? We're kind of like I, say again? Like a fan fan or kinda of like
0: ten's like relative, isn't it? Well it doesn't happen
5: to me right yet.
7: If I'm not like into a chick, you know what I'm saying? Like we go on a date and I'm still not into him, I still want to get my, my fucking
0: Peter wet.
6: Oh <laughs> <laughs> <I> like go to that
0: your noodle wet. Are you just looking for a warm, wet place to stick it, Sean?
7: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I'm not if I'm not into a chick, but I'm out having fun and she she has like that down to earth personality, even though I'm not into her, shit, I still wanna have sex.
5: Player Fair player.
7: Sex? Why enough. not go out, get your noodle <laughs> wet, you know, show her a good time, and then after that you ain't gotta to talk to her anymore if you don't
3: want to. Mm, yeah Mm. it gets the pheromones moving so for example if you consider her to be a six but you make out with her in my case i will usually make out with them um i don't usually bang them if i'm not that into them but say if you did then you walk around with that air of confidence that you just had sex so when those eights and nines see you the next day they're seeing a man who's in the game they don't they don't know whether it's the six seven or an eight they just know that you fucked
7: yeah like after you you bang a new chick and you wake up next morning, dude, you're, you're, you're as alpha as they come at that moment. Yeah. Cause walk
3: down that street. You feel good.
7: You have pussy. Your dick's happy. You're happy. You feel like you can walk on water with Jesus and it's <laughs> life is just better after you get new pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I see what Straight you're saying. It, it, like releases, you're it releases pheromones to other women. Other women can sense that shit. I like, yeah, how you,
0: like, I like how well, you brought
6: was, up Jesus. It is Sunday, after all. You know, <laughs> just kidding. You're
9: in this uh, not hungry state, huh? Yeah. Jordan is hitting so many good points tonight. I love the point about the lions because I'm in South Africa and um, I was interacting with some lions just recently and uh, oh, after no, reading um, <laughs> Corey's work about masculinity and femininity, I just even want to elaborate further on that. On you, you, you've you've heard of lionesses, right? How they yeah. do the hunting, yeah. And what a lot of feminists say is that's just nature at work. Look, the women are doing all the work, and the male lion does nothing. The male lion does an extremely important role that a lot of people miss. And if you're trying to improve your game, Martin, this is one mm-hmm. of the key takeaways. What the male lion gives is that masculinity that alphaness the female lion has to hunt because she has to give something to get this dude's attention this dude could he's bigger than her faster the male lions hunt big game they hunt elephants but most of the time they don't have to because the lioness is just like please can I be part of your pride but the problem is he has to look like a lion he has to act like a lion too because she is constantly testing them because the minute the lioness mm-hmm. senses weakness in the male lion, she is pissed off. They get stressed. They just want to kill him. They're like, this guy's weak. I, he oh, must I just die. die. So they're constantly attacking the male lion. And he, the roar has to sound like a proper roar. And he has to be like, look, I'm, I'm not doing any of this nonsense. When she's acting crazy and emotional, the male lion has to just yawn like, nah. He always has to be in control. And he has to be the biggest, baddest animal in the African savannah. Or... Yep. If, he, if he's a cowardly yeah. lion, if an elephant can scare him, he's done. It's, it's rough in the wild. He has to be so in control that if another male lion comes, he has to keep his shit together. He has to be like now. Nah. Mm-hmm. And the thing about a lot of male lions is they don't fight. They actually cooperate and they work together. When they see each other, they know it could get ugly for both of them. So they see each other. they like, all right, you got yours? You got yours? Okay, I'm going to go to the other side. I'll... And they keep that's to a, themselves. That's a, that's the lionesses another, fight
7: with that's each That's another great point. point never argue with yeah, NSS are they're
9: emotional okay. and they no never and, argue with, and women. So, women are really so it complex. ties in so much into you have to look like a man you have to act like a man because they're going to test and sure maybe test. game get will you. get you in the door you can go say oh hi cool but if you don't look like a man act like a man they,
7: they get so like, pissed off hold, hold on, hold on like a second cool. guys
0: hold on a second Sean what were you going to say is about what, arguing, yeah. Never argue with a woman, no, yeah, no, forbidden. Yeah, Corey never. says that you you do better, uh, beating yourself over the head with a lead pipe or something like that. No, you,
7: <laughs> my theory is when you argue with a woman, your attraction automatically drops.
6: Don't look at him, amen.
7: He loses lose respect for you. I don't argue with a woman. If she's in a bitchy mood, I'll just stand there and nod my head, yeah, no, or I'll tell her that I'm not arguing. She can go take her ass in the other room and come back when she cooled off and we can have a conversation like normal adults. I don't argue with women. Yeah. They're, majority of the time when women are bitchy, that means you're slacking as a man. Sure, sure. Jerry that, that, that means she's coming true. out of true. She's coming out of her feminine energy into her masculine energy. And chances are you're out of your masculine and you're feminine. That's why women get bitchy because it's an unnatural
0: essence. Corey has a video about that in the book. He says, uh, "Google Corey Wayne, beware of the bitchy woman." Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I th- I think I think I've I've heard that in some in in a book. I think. Yeah, I think you have. Hey, hold on a second. Uh, Jerry, you were going to say something.
4: Yes, because it's to the previous topic. That I was wondering what happens to the beta male lions. Because, you know, they are, they start to grow up in a <clears throat> herd. And um, some lions are stronger. Some lions are weaker. And there's only one lion who's the alpha male. And he gets older the women, the female lions. And what happens to the weaker beta male lions? They go go away and die or what? So. Life must be miserable for them or
9: they go and they have another herd. Oh, I know. I know all about this one. So if you really want to see it in action, there's a YouTube channel. There's a guy who's actually living in, um, in a wildlife park in, uh, in South Africa. And he, inter- he tries to inter- interact with the lions. So he has to pretend he's a lion. And one thing that happens amongst them is they're always constantly testing each other. And sometimes they they play fight, but it's to see, can I punk you out? Can I, can I mess with you? So when the lioness brings in a fresh kill, the alpha lion gets the best part. He gets the kidney, he gets the liver, and that, I think, contains the most iron. So maybe it's good for building testosterone. Um, who knows? The lioness gets her part, and... If somebody tries to overstep their boundary, like let's say one of the little cubs is like, no, I want the best part. Soon as you hear that roar, stop playing around. Everyone looks at the other one and is like, hey, stop playing around. Don't, don't even try that. Now, if you're the weaker beta lion, they get the equivalent of friend zone. It's uh-huh. like you can hang out with the lioness. You can be tested by her and constantly broken by her. And when the alpha is just giving the lioness crap, like she's, he doesn't give me attention. And the beta lion is always around to make her feel good, build her up. You hunt so well. Oh, he, don't worry about him. You do. Then as soon as the alpha comes by, she blows him off. And he's like, oh, what happened? I, I was there for you when you were hunting. I even helped you hunt. And, it's, and then it all clicked. I was like, ah, I see, I see, I see. And um, if you're one of the, if you try challenge, if the beta one tries to challenge the alpha, he gets killed usually gets put in his place smacked around and usually he falls in line. And uh, a lot of the time when there's uh, sometimes two younger ones, they can uh, overthrow the alpha one. So you can be alpha, but you can't be two, two, two alpha. And they're very smart animals because they can also cooperate because they live in a uh, pride. So a lot of the time is not just one alpha, but if he's a smarter social, if the line is like animal social skills, then they are smart enough to work together. Um, but ones that go, you know, renegade and they go off by themselves, they, they can end up getting killed. So very social animals. And
7: In the animal kingdom an alpha, or being a beta doesn't mean that you're not tough. It doesn't mean that you can't whoop an alpha's ass. What the difference is, is leadership. An alpha has great leadership. He know he could whoop the other lion's ass but then again he doesn't. He's got he's got his emotions in control. He's a great leader and he knows how to run shit. That's what an alpha is.
9: Betas and the alpha can't kill everyone. Yeah.
7: Exactly. Betas are tough. But the problem with betas
0: people don't realize is betas lose their shit easily. Yeah, mm. uh, It's good self-control. Hey, uh, real quick, guys, we have about seven minutes on this recording. Uh, do you guys want to keep going or should we wrap it up here in the next seven minutes?
9: Yeah, I'm going to have to thank you all and sign out.
0: OK, well, thanks for joining us and teaching us all about Lions, brother.
9: Always a pleasure. Thank you, Paul, for the uh, awesome posts, um, you know, and thank you, everyone, for you know sharing your insight, having different perspectives just around the world to talk about the stuff really helps clarify a lot of the points and you know i wish you all success on your journeys and yeah we're all gonna make it yo i
5: also want to say i want to say thank you too man for like the the acknowledgement that was crazy that's actually a really like good enough yeah.
9: yeah we all alpha lions in here no beta lions
5: yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank
9: you. cool have I a just, good one titch
7: i just want a women fr- a woman from the uk called me a wanker
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey yeah, it can be accomplished I want That's to hear... Do you, I, wanna,
0: do you want to snog with a British girl? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hear them women over there in England are freaky. Mm, are, they, are they? Or are they kind of vanilla? Because you, you were telling me, Luke, that uh, you prefer, like, Latina chicks, right? Because Anything
3: the... but English. Yeah, there's a lot of very, very <laughs> vanilla
0: girls in England who are like, oh.
3: I couldn't possibly do that. Do
0: they have sex while drinking fucking tea? Yes.
3: yes <laughs> <probably>. <laughs> <laughs> a little finger like that. <laughs> in way. That way? Uh, yeah.
0: What about what about in, in, in Chile, Jose? How are the chicks down there? Do they- um,
2: Here in my city, women are really uh, hi- hypergamous because well, uh, <laughs> we say we have a say here in my city. It's called Arica. It's, it says uh, el que no, Arica. El que no trabaja trafica. It's it's like if Arica, the city where if you don't work, you you drug deal, basically. So this is this is a really small city. People, most of the people know each other. So you people try to keep a little uh, low profile because, but most of the people don't. They can't. Uh, I'm 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 keeping a low profile because well. I don't like being really on the spotlight. I mean, I enjoy it, but not like, I don't,
0: it's not my type, you know?
7: Not that kind of way anyways.
0: Jerry, yeah,
7: but- Jerry, here-
0: what country are you- hold on, Jose, Jerry, what country are you in? Hungary. You're in Hungary. What are the chicks like in Hungary?
4: Yeah, actually, yesterday I have posted something in the group and I wanted to know your opinion because... Here in Hungary, we we are in Eastern Europe, if somebody doesn't know. And uh, I even saw a video about uh, females and uh, masculinity. And it said that, oh, uh, chicks in Eastern Europe, they are so feminine. But that video was taken two or three years ago. And I would give it to that, that, um, yes, two or three years ago, most of the women were really feminine here and nice, but... Now we also got Tinder, we got Instagram, and I'm facing the same what you're talking about in the U.S., but uh, three days ago I was watching the show, of course from the U.S., and it was a very long show, and a lot of females called in, and I thought to myself, that, oh my God, these guys are only dealing with these combative masculine chicks in the U.S. Uh, I'm, I'm not exaggerating, I was thinking that there's, not even any feminine women in the U.S. So I wanted to know your opinion on that. That's you, not true. You,
1: you, <laughs> absolutely um, not true. There are
4: three hundred million people in the states, uh, so. already feminists and masculine, and you know entitled and all that. Here yeah. in America, that's, that's the one you hear of. Yeah.
7: In America, women here are only feminine when you're in your masculine. Right.
8: Like, um, right. Um, true. That's, that's what. You know, that's that's with that's any women in
7: general. If yeah. you're out of your masculine, she's combative,
4: period. Yes, I mean, <laughs> it was, it was, it was some girls uh, which are very hard to deal with because they always want to argue with you. They are always combative. It's a personality thing. And some some uh, girls are just feminine regardless of the attraction level. Of course, if the attraction level is there, they are all feminine. I See, that's
0: I would that's say uh, in America, it's a little more regional too, though. Because if you go to places like... Uh, Washington, California. right? Like Seattle, you go to like, yeah, California, like uh, San Francisco, where it's like super liberal. You have a bunch of uh, feminist, you know, feminazi bitches. Uh, then yes, then you have to deal with that. But like where I'm at, I'm like, I'm kind of in the country. So there's a lot of uh, conservative traditional women. They like the traditional male, Ooh. female roles. Oh, 2020 baby yeah the, well okay we're, this isn't a political show but i agree with you but uh <laughs> so i mean like where i'm at like uh, a lot of the women are very are very submissive you know they're they like to cook for their men you know stuff like that so it really just depends on where it is and in america's kind Ooh. of a, a big yeah. place well, hey, no, I, wait a wait, Very. Wait, wait. i
2: mean mostly here women here in chile they're really most here feminists is really rampant so it, had, it has harmed the, the brain of the girls, of the women. Most of the <laughs> women, people, uh, they're like, uh, they started like this body positivity shit. And, uh, uh, f- mate, I've been here like dealing with Tinder and they're like really low quality women. Maybe my, it's my profile. Could be. It's most likely.
0: But anyway, that's, that's, where, that's what's going on.
5: All right. Hey, like, like
0: to... so Sorry. Uh, so we have less than two minutes left. It, do you guys want to keep, keep this conversation going, or you guys want to wrap up, wrap it up. You want to wrap yeah. it up. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well then uh, Martin, go ahead and finish your thought there and then we'll wrap it up.
5: I, I also want to agree with you, uh, Jerry, and also Jose, but like here in California, Oh man. I mean, like, I barely see any like feminine feminine, feminine women's because like here it's like a lot of feminine you know a lot of feminists I, yeah. you know hate on them. Cause they're, li- they're liberal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty
1: much really mental disorder. Sorry.
5: that's why I'm and gonna move to Texas soon are. because yeah, bro, there, there gonna you gonna go. Go Texas, bro.
6: Depends where you where you where you go to. If you go hey, to like a liberal.
0: If you move to a, a state like Texas out of California, leave the California politics in California. Yeah,
6: bro, that's true.
0: That's all I, I got gotta to say about that.
7: Texas, I lived in Texas, hell, half my life, dude. They don't play down there. And you fuck you fuck with country women, dude. They might blow you and then shoot a shotgun between your legs at the same
0: damn time.
7: Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, guys. Well, uh, on that On that note, we're running out of time. So I'm going to go ahead and end it. I really appreciate you guys joining today. Uh, We get, I'm going to post this video later on the Facebook page so we can kind of continue our conversation in the chats there, but uh, uh, otherwise I'm really glad that you guys were able to to join today.
5: This is amazing, honestly.
4: Cool. All
0: right, guys, have a good one. You too. Peace. I want to thank everyone who joined. I don't know about you, but I really liked that Alpha Lion stuff at the end. It really provided a great visual, doesn't it? All right, guys, before I go, I want to wish you all a very happy new year and a very safe new year. Don't drink and drive, okay? I want to make sure that you guys come back and I want to hear your your sexual escapade date updates on the page after, after New Year's, you know, on New Year's Day. But I do want to say that I hope 2021 brings you lots of joy. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Come On, Man. If you're new to the podcast, I highly recommend reading How to Be a 3% Man by Corey Wayne at least 10 to 15 times. I recommend you watch his coaching videos on YouTube, and I recommend that you engage with other 3% men in our 3% Man Facebook group. Links to all of these are in the show notes. If you like this episode, please give us a good rating on your podcast platform of choice and share with all of your bros. Now go out and get it.